0: Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembri. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down to earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, Guys. I am back. Thank you so much for your patience. Um, if you are new, welcome. If you are one of my avid listeners, I'm so happy to be back, and I'm so happy to be recording this for you guys today. It's um it's been a little bit of a rough, probably six weeks for me, and i the reason that I haven't been releasing podcasts every single week, I mean, there's so many different reasons and I'm going to kind of talk to you guys about this today and I hope that it, it gives you some insight. But if you're brand new, um, I've been doing and releasing podcasts weekly for about a year and a bit. Um, well, we're up to episode 59, so a little bit over a year. And for the first year, it was super, super relatively easy, <laughs> super, super easy. It came quite easily to me to release podcasts every single week. And then towards the i suppose towards the the end of that first year i started to i started to let some self doubt creep in and i started to think to myself well how am i going to sustain this and in sustaining it how do i provide really good quality content for the next year and the year after that and the year to follow And it was a funny thing because as a, you know, as a business and mindset coach and mentor, it's, it's interesting when we have our own mental and business challenges, right? So I got back from India and I went to India in March this year, 2020, and I got back to everyone panicking about toilet paper. It was right around then (laughs) and um, COVID was hitting Australia. And so after living in a blissful state for nearly three weeks, traveling India and doing something for myself that I, I firmly believed would be one of the most groundbreaking experiences of my life, I got back and I really felt like I was just thrown into absolute chaos um, for so many reasons. And guys, I have to let you know, um, this episode today is really going to just be about about me kind of opening up to you guys and about me talking to you guys about some of the experiences I've had in the last six weeks, because for me on a business front, it for, for a week or two, it hit me as it hit everybody, people stopped paying their invoices and all those things. But as an overall, my business as a coach, in hosting my virtual retreats, in business coaching, in personal coaching, in one-off sessions, and in launching my five people membership portal, all wrapping up into a beautiful heart-driven business. My business has boomed and it's it is booming again. So for that I'm really, really grateful. And when I got back from India, my decision was to make sure that I was somebody that everyone could look at and see strength in, see positivity in, see that there was a chance to thrive instead of just survive. And, and that's what I did. I showed up, I was doing daily lives when I first got back. I supported people like nothing else behind the scenes. I worked for clients, you know, And let them pay their bills later and do all sorts of different things to really, really support the people around me. And at the same time, I started to dig really deep and I used this as an opportunity to do a few things for myself. One of those things was to really make sure that the structure of my business was looking good for the next year to two to five years. And I do this often with my clients. I do this with myself. I normally do a three month, I suppose, like overview and critique of my own business. And so I've been delving deep into all of those things. On top of this, um, I got home from India and there was just so many different emotions that were coming up from me for me. Some of those emotions, were really hard to pinpoint at the time. So anyone who's traveled, especially to some, to a place like India, knows that you can go through some roller coasters. But for me, not only did I go to India, but I traveled with a group of people that were all, had it all done a really, a fairly large amount of personal development or were coaches or business owners. And we traveled with, I traveled with some of my coaches as well. And So to say that there was growth is just like the biggest understatement. It it gave me, I suppose if I was to look back and ask myself, what was the biggest gift that India gave me or that trip gave me? Not India, because India didn't give it. Um, There were so many gifts that India itself gave. But what was the biggest thing that I came home with or had a takeaway or... A a bigger learning was I needed to create more solid boundaries in my life. And I already thought I was really good at creating boundaries. And then I went to India and I started to realize that there were so many things um, at home, within my environment, that were not in alignment with where I wanted to go, with who I wanted to be. how I wanted to show up for my clients. And to be honest, this is, it's almost really hard to say. I did a post that not that long ago on Instagram and, you know, it was all about kind of all the different things I'd been through in my life and, um, and all the different things I've experienced. And one thing that I actually spoke to someone about not that long ago was, was that dance between oversharing and, and sharing authentically And that balance between just absolute fucking transparency and vulnerability and authenticity, and that, and then that alternate balance of being the inspiration. And I want you guys to know these are the kind of things that coaches can struggle with a lot because. I wrote this. I wrote this post, and what I what I started to think was that it was easier for for us to like women who suffer because we often feel that we can relate to them more, and it's harder for us to love people that are thriving because if we're not in a space of thriving ourselves, then it can be really difficult to watch someone and continually feel like they've got their shit together and you don't. Um, so that was a that was a concept that I'd struggled with for a while and especially since coming back from India and really wanting to be my authentic self. And, and in some cases I felt as though there was that little bit of a misalignment because I was being so damn fucking brave for everybody else, Uh, for my clients for my children. I feel for my whole family, for my husband, for my parents. I feel like I was being brave in every sense of the word. I can feel myself getting teary already, but I really want you guys to hear what I'm saying so that you know where this is heading for us for the future and for for you guys with my podcast. Um, I felt like I was being so brave for everybody. And what I realized was that um, I, I felt as though I was being a fraud. I felt as though I wasn't living in my full alignment because I wasn't telling the world everything. And it was this huge, huge block for me. It was a massive block. Um, for those of you that know, uh, my dad also got diagnosed with cancer two or three weeks after I returned from India. Another thing which I felt like I wanted to share, but I felt like I also needed to protect his privacy. Um, another thing that I took the time to equilibrate and I took the time to, to work on internally My dad being ill, the fact that my dad might not be here as long as we think, and the fact that my dad's sick. And it's hard to watch anyone that you love go through any sort of illness. Um, And at that time, like it just brought up so much stuff for me. And I don't know why, but I didn't allow myself any space to feel it. I had these, it was so strange. I had these moments where I just thought, I've had India and I know that people around me thought that me going to India without my kids and without my husband thought it was selfish, found it hard to grasp that concept. Um, I know that there was resentment from people and I feel as though what happened when I got back was that then I put the brave face on and then this new level and this new layer of growth started to rear its, its head in my life. And so I started to realise and have a lot of clarity around things I would and wouldn't um, be okay with for my future. And I started to try to live in alignment as much as I could. And what happened along the way is a myriad of arguments and ups and downs within our little family unit, lots of stress with um, managing our emotions and homeschooling and all the things. Um, So much, so many different levels of heartbreak. And then on top of that, my dad's unwell. And I was speaking to one of my coaches and I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I've got this. I've got all the tools. I'm perfectly okay. Um, I know how to do it all. I, and I, and I actually do believe that's true. (laughs) Um, but the problem was, is that, and it's so hard to say, but I really want you guys to feel that, um, I had stepped into my masculine so much. I had gone, I've got this, we can do it. We moved house as well. Um, so, you know, all these things cost money and it's all big things and stressful and draining and time consuming. And with all of that, there was this huge realization that I was, I had moved out of my feminine so much. I had completely lost alignment with any sort of softness that I had. Um, it was another coach of mine that said, Well, what have you done for yourself lately? And I was like, Well, I've done a lot. I've been getting up early every morning to do my rituals. And then I remember thinking, What a fucking cop out because that's a have to, that's a non-negotiable for me. You know, um, getting up at 4.30, living off six hours sleep a night, all these things are great, but that's essential for me to cope, having that time. And I have to do it at that time because my children need me by 6am. My children need me by 6, 6.30, right? And I started to think, you know what, I haven't done much for myself. Not on on top of that, I've lost all sense of social connection. And I have just been in beast mode, working, helping, serving, doing everything, right? Anyway, um, I posted this post and I I thought about all the heartbreak and the things that I've been through. And I, I genuinely... As time goes on, I want to share more of this with you guys again because I know at the start of this journey, when I first started this podcast, I used to just storytell a lot, and I used to talk to you guys about my life. and And when I did this post, it was the same thing. People just started to go, "Wow, there she is again!" I could feel it—the um, amount of comments and the, the reach outs that I received to say, "Jess, this is the part of you I love." Is is knowing you're human. Um, it reminded me so deeply that I just had to show up as myself, no matter what. Um, there was this weird stage I went to where I thought, "No, don't share it," because now you've got so many clients that are looking up to you. You've got to, you've got to seem like it's all you've got. It together. Whereas, trust me, one of the things I say the most to my clients is. I'm just as fucked up as you are. And, and that's not offensive. That's just that we really all do have our set of shit and we work through our things at our own paces. Um, I know for me, I'm, I'm really, really resilient. Um, and I know that I, I really am patient with the people around me and I really do feel that I work from a place of compassion. Um, And I've dealt with lots of things. I've dealt with with heartbreak. I've dealt with grief. Um, I've been dealing with grief, to be honest, since the age of six when my sister died. And I don't think anyone can really understand what someone else feels when it comes to grief. I think that there are so many different levels and layers. But for me, Um, I personally found that the older I've gotten, the more I miss her. And it's a real shame because I didn't, I don't have that many vivid memories of her, but the more I connect into alignment, the more I realize that I'm not honoring parts of me. And I know that if I had a sister here who really deeply cared for me and who potentially could see me for who I was like fully, um, because it's it's hard to find people that see you for who you are. Um, I feel as though maybe I would have had someone in my life that, um, that could just see me with nothing but love. And maybe I'm wrong, but man, it's hard. It's been hard. And I've really realized, especially in the last probably four to six weeks, since being back and since having some time off the podcast and things I've really realized that there are things deep down that I've pushed down like corks in a bucket of water um, you know in the last few years i've I've seen you know i've I've seen myself be so brave in the face of adversity I I comforted my husband when he, when we found his father passed away in his apartment, I was the person to tell my mother-in-law as she got home from work that her husband had died. Um, we have had so many different levels and layers of addiction that have been in our family. Um, so much. It's just, it's hard to describe mental health issues within family members and, um, in the past, you know, I've had two miscarriages, we've faced bankruptcy a couple of times or near bankruptcy a couple of times in our past. Um and even to this day, you know, as successful as things are, I think it's so so important that if you're listening to this, you realize that there's no end point. There's no there's no day you wake up and then the challenge just disappears and the adversity just floats away. Um when we, like, when we have that perception that there'll be a point when the challenge stops, that's when we know we've got another layer of work to do. And I say that because I think that's what I thought. I think for a while there I thought, well, I've done so much and I've achieved so much and now the challenges, I've had them all, I've had enough of them. And so we'll be done with that and then come all my personal challenges and then come all my personal demons and and then you think you've worked through things and then another little layer unravels itself and so to say the least this this last month or so has been intriguing and it's it's created a curiosity within myself for my own development at another level again it has opened up the vault of Jess and it has helped me connect back. I think I, I think I thought that I was going to be fine just being like, you know what, I've dealt with all that stuff. I can move on now instead of owning that this is a constant piece of art that you are continually working on. And some days it looks a bit shabby around the edges and other days it looks more refined. And for me, um, I had so many things happen in the last, probably really to be honest, in the last 12 months that have shaken me, that have challenged me, that have made me question everything I thought I knew. And I've had things really show up that have forced me to level up to a place where I know that I have a hundred percent trust in myself and in my capabilities and in who I am. And again, this stuff just kept bubbling and bubbling like a little cauldron. And the last period challenged me to really look at that. And so there were times when throughout the last few weeks, when I just couldn't bring myself to record a podcast I had done like, you know, 15 or 20 clients in that week in terms of coaching sessions. And I'd been on call for so many people. And then we were doing new sales calls for new clients that are coming into our business hub. And there was just so much happening. Uh, I was exchanging and changing what the face of my retreat looks like because we're doing a virtual retreat this year. So in August 7th to 10th, instead of doing a physical retreat, we are doing a virtual retreat, which is so exciting. And so I was working on the women that I would want to align myself with for that. And I was working on how I would add so much more value and depth to that retreat so that even at home learning online, there was this beautiful alignment and this beautiful flow and this sense of connection. I've been working on what gifts that that everyone receives and... There have just been so many things going on. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, by the time it came to the podcast, it was like, I don't know what the fuck to say. I just don't have it in me. And the reason was because I couldn't be authentic. I couldn't show up and just admit where I was at for a period there. It was like, wow, I'm just having a hard time. And I just, I'm fucking over it. I'm over feeling this way because the Jess I'm used to is the one that's strong and brave and fucking resilient and has all the ducks in a row and continues to show up. She's the one that gets applauded. She's the one that go. everyone goes, wow, you just, you just seem to have it together. And I really liked it that way. Uh, so when, this last couple of months presented itself i was like can we finish now let's get back to that 2020 we had planned for <laughs> um but now you'll be pleased to know i've done some really intense deep work um i've been working with another two new coaches who i love and adore they're both females and they're both powerful and I found it all again. I found everything I want to offer. I feel in complete alignment and I've never ever felt so inspired to work hard and to serve and to deliver and to know exactly what I'm good at and not hide from it. And so thank you guys for giving me that time off. (laughs) Thank you for each and every one of you that messaged me and said, hey, Jess, what's going on with the podcast? I really miss it. I appreciate it. When I logged into my podcast uploading program and I saw that I think nearly 90,000 people have listened to my podcasts and downloaded my podcasts, I was just blown away. And the thing is, is that I haven't even scratched the surface yet. The thing is, is that the levels and the layers and the learnings and everything that I know I'm destined to receive and achieve and learn. I know there's just so much more to come and I know that I'm going to be able to provide for you guys so much information in the future based off my own learning and and I know that it's going to be something that is going to give you guys so much joy Um and I've made some really serious promises to myself. And one of those is is that I'm never ever ever again going to act as if I'm okay when I'm not. Not on here, not in real life, nowhere. I know that a ton of people that I know that I'm friends with, my family members, they they see me as strength and they see me as a pillar of wisdom and as a smart woman and as a great businesswoman, and all these things but there is so much power and vulnerability and there is so much power in following your instinct and there is so much power in creating an environment that supports that and knowing what your boundaries are and understanding who you are so deep that you will never ever falter from the truth of your being and your essence ever again. And so that was my big lesson this this last month or two. And yeah, it took some really huge ups and downs. Um, I'm not out the other end. We never are. It's just how we're feeling at the moment. Um, But I wanted to remind you guys of some things that helped me and really some tools that gave me the power to get out of the, the little hole I was in, out of that these feelings of grief and these feelings of sadness and these feelings of being so lost and being under so much pressure, uh, feelings of just having to step into that masculine on so many levels that I had lost a sense of myself and that softness had just gone, which is a really hard thing to lose when you're a woman. so some of the tools that really got me through. And if you're listening for the first time, there's probably an episode that goes through all of these things in detail. Um, there there actually is, but one of the biggest tools for me was my meditation. I do TM meditation, transcendental meditation. I teach it, um, in my own way. I teach the way that I do it. And, um, And another really great thing that I used every single morning was my quality questions. So there were so many mornings that I just didn't want to get out of bed. There were so many mornings where I was like, I'm just sick and fucking tired of always doing everything and being the one that's up and at it and all that stuff. And then I was like, no, I'm not. That's not true. That's the pity party, jest. So the quality questions had to come into play. The intention setting had to come into play. And so in the mornings, it was my most powerful time, and it still is, to set myself up for the day. And I know that I've learned some really big lessons around putting my personal happiness in the hands of others. So saying to myself, like, if this person doesn't do this that way, then I can derail. And I've learned that in a huge way that That's something I've done, and I needed to stop that behavior. So back to the routines, back to the meditation, doing all the things. Because even in India, it was hard to have the routine, um, because well, it wasn't hard. I chose to not do it a lot. But yeah, there were lots of flights, and there were different time zones, and there was late nights and early mornings, and lots of different things happening, and obviously. We're sharing a room with someone, so it's not as easy to meditate and do things like that. But the truth is I need I should have been doing it and I didn't do it as well as I could have. And then I thought, why? Like why would you not do it? And so when I came back and when I had these struggles, the things that really helped me were quality questions first thing in the morning, something you can get really, really good at. So if you start to feel like you're about to make an excuse to not get out of bed or you start to feel you're about to make an excuse to press snooze again, the the quality questions come into play. What was my intention when I set this alarm this early? What do I lose by not getting out of bed? What are the gifts I can receive by doing what I wanted to do, doing what I know serves me? And so I would run through a few really simple quality questions like that, and then I would be out of bed, I would come downstairs, I'll put the kettle on and then I would meditate for five to 20 minutes, some days five, some days 20. And what I also did was I worked on self-compassion a lot. I worked on being okay with being imperfect. I worked on accepting the fact that I was fucking up in lots of areas. And so were the people around me and it was okay. Um, so self-compassion was a huge thing. We've actually got some beautiful meditations around self-compassion within our five people membership group, and I've been using them and they've been really awesome. I've also really tapped into energetically and spiritually who I, who I am, and what I want from this life. And I'm not perfect at this, but when I would go for my walks, when I would listen to my podcast, when I would listen to music, when I would learn bigger and better ways to be present around my children, present with myself, I always ask myself, how do I feel energetically? How do I feel spiritually? Am I calling myself into a higher purpose, into a higher level of being? and how am I playing this game? Am I playing it well or am I playing it really lazily? Am I playing it sloppily? No. There were times when I was definitely not playing well. I was being a cop out. I was trying to cheat, (laughs) Um, trying to take the shortcuts. But the more and more that I felt like I was in suffering, the more I felt like it was easy to find how to get myself out of that, and it was going back to all the tools that I really, really knew how to do well. And one of the biggest things that I I was hiding from was that I've always, like, probably for the last ten years, I've been working on a book. I've been writing a book, and it's obviously changed and evolved and grown and shifted with every single year that passes. Um, and I feel as though now the words that have been coming out onto paper are just in so much alignment and everything's finally in flow and fuck, it feels good. It feels so phenomenal. So guys, um, I don't know if you learned anything from this, but what I wanted to do was, I suppose, share with you how I was feeling, share with you why, because I know I don't need to justify myself, but I want you to know that I'm coming back with this new level of, I suppose I'm feeling more inspired uh, and more passionate than ever. I'm ignited with something now, like this different kind of spirit and this different kind of essence that I hadn't quite tapped into previous to India and now I've got it and I'm working it and I'm following my instincts so much and I know that I'm going to be able to serve you guys so much better and I know that what I have to offer you guys is actually phenomenal and I'm not letting that mean girl who sits on my shoulder some days tell me otherwise. Um, Your support is always appreciated, You guys know where to find me, jessicashambury.com.au for all of my beautiful offerings this next couple of weeks. There are so many things you can take advantage of. You can go into my five people membership portal where you can get coaching from me every single Monday night on a masterclass. Um the reason I call it five people is because I bring other experts and professionals into the group on a regular basis so that you can proudly say you surround yourself by choice with good quality people every single week. You can interact with those people, you can ask questions with my resident psychologist, with myself, with any of the other special guests that we have in there and you can access that for $7 a week. So it's kind of crazy to say no to it considering $7 a week is like less than two coffees, right? It's half an avocado on sourdough. (laughs) So you can access that. My online learning modules, my nine week online coaching system is still available in there. It's now at $4.97 and it's there to stay. So it's really cheap and accessible for the information and the coaching that you receive. And then I've got my virtual retreat coming up on the 7th to 10th of August, 2020. You can tune in from anywhere in the world. Um, Obviously, you will need to check your time zone, but you get access to everything for life on video. You get beautiful gifts sent to you. And then I have my business hub, which is being launched at the end of May. So anyone who signs up to have me as their coach for a six-month period to help them grow their business and understand what it looks like to run a successful business. You get to be part of a business hub where you connect with everyone I'm coaching at the same time. And this is creating a little group of mastermind genius business owners who are there to help each other thrive, not survive, who are there to share ideas, who are there to time save together. This is going to be so epic. It's unbelievable that it's taken me this long to get to this but I'm so excited and the time is perfect. There are so many people right now business building and creating new business. And so whether you are a brand new business or whether you have had a business for 4, or 5, 10 years and it's just not where you want it, there is going to be so much value you are not going to believe it. So Lots of beautiful offerings, lots of things that are available. And then there's some free five day online courses that I'm launching on the 18th of May. So head to my Instagram or my Facebook to get notified about them or leave your email with me via my website. Thank you guys so much for listening. And like I said, your support means everything. Me being able to do this is fueled by your support, by you signing up for something by you feeding that energy flow back to me through income. And I'm not going to lie about that. We all need that to happen, right? Um, but what else, what also helps is shout outs is sharing is tagging me. If you loved this podcast or any of my other episodes, feel free to share your takeaways online and tag me and the abundance hub podcast. Feel free to leave me ratings, preferably five-star ones and reviews it actually makes a huge difference, especially when podcasting is free. Um, It makes a huge difference to us when you do that. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. I genuinely hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I shall see you next week for another fresh, beautiful, heart-driven, soul-searching, soul-igniting, energy-filled podcast episode. Love you guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.